It's the world famous swag in the morning. I am your brother Prince Cree. And I'm your girl Lady D. Lady D, before we get into this Thursday, we back, right? We back. Oh baby. my god, we back and yes. and um I was gonna say we black, but um <laughs> we've always been black. Just... You black by the anyway. <laughs> Lady D, tell everybody what swag means. In morning, no, it don't mean daytime because it's at nighttime. It means new hope, new beginning, freedom from being in the darkness. And right now, we got an amazing guest that's going to bring you into the light. Yes. Literally. I took a shot at her. I think you did. Oh, man. You take the interview over because I don't think she's going to answer none of them. I think you're gonna, you should probably be nice. I am. That wasn't, that wasn't nice. I don't, I, so, I don't know. I don't, I don't really hey, know. Hey, look, at least, at least I'm not saying off the chart stuff like yay no because i'll be you know i will be tearing your ankles up. at least i'm not like mr kanye you know <laughs> shout out to kanye and i'm gonna give him some prayer because man he was kind of like bang 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 yeah, bang, yeah, bang, bang, gonna, bang bang we're gonna keep you on track you can't do what kanye do yeah and then when the guests come in I, I i'm wearing my dallas apparel for a reason Cause I know she can either be a, a Commanders fan. Cause I know I saw a little commercial drop with Bruce Smith and her husband, yeah. and they talking about go this, go that. And I'm wearing my Cowboys, and you see it says destroy the hate. I just want to rub it in because so. we're gonna make sure people go out and vote for her. But right now, I'm gonna give it to her while wearing my 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 gear. So you basically saying that you just want to start trouble? Hey, I'm the Charlemagne of the swag. I, I gotta I gotta uh, uh, you know keep. Okay. See, the thing is, Lady D, you you too soft. You got to get a little hard. Oh, okay. You got to get a little hard. See, thank God for your baby girl, Kia. She's like your alter ego. She'll, she'll cuss people out. Yeah. She'll do all of that. And then you so nice. But at the end of the day, no, you're not. Because when, when we went to Eastside and all that, you know, you was a mean, you was a mean joker. Okay, let's go on with the show. Let's go. <laughs> Listen, guys, I want y'all to go out and vote this coming November. Yes. It got a lot of things going on. Roe v. Wade. You got um, voting rights. There's a lot of things that's on the plate, Lady D. Yes. I'm telling you. Um, and I want people to really get out there and vote. So our first guest, because we got another guest that's going to come in. But this person, you know, I support her husband. Right. And, and but I know her values. I know behind a good politician man uh -huh. nine out of ten times it's the wife well, except for the swag I, on the I, swag is <laughs> no, i like to say that she's on the side she could be behind too to push when she needs to but she's on the side i like that lady D. oh yeah yeah she's on the side let's put her on the side we like the side on the side on the side we walk it together you know okay lady right, it's, the it's the light it's the light skins <laughs> are back i see what's going on Light skin is back. I don't know what's wrong with you today with, the, with this light skin stuff, but it's, not, it's all good. I'm probably listen, there's a lot of things that are going on um, in politics, and we need the right people to That's be at right. those seats to Absolutely. represent our communities and all the things that is going on in the world today. So this first guest, this guest, this amazing queen, um, she represents the 10th. District 10 in Virginia Beach, Virginia. She will be, I'm claiming it. We're Put your hands. I think we missed, I think 
think we missed being live. I think that's what ha what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ladder Glory. They kind of the recording thing got us off. <laughs> Put your hands together for Miss Jenny. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. We're so glad to have you. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with us. You know, we just want to hear what you have to say. And I can't wait to see what's getting ready to happen and what's getting ready to go down because I already believe it. I believe I it too. Believe it. I believe it too. I like the backdrop and everything. Hey, Miss Jennifer, do you like what I'm wearing tonight? It's all right. <laughs> she said it's all right. It's not the best I've seen, but it's all right. Oh, it's, not, it's not the best that she has seen. It's not the best. It's not the worst. Okay. No. I'll be at your, your event. If I was here, he would support you wholeheartedly, but he is not here. So... Oh. <laughs> you have oh, well, I should have found out the time. You should have did day, better with the so. time. <laughs> Well, welcome to the stage. It's yours. This is the swag. And again, if you know the acronyms, is Save with Amazing Grace. Um, no matter what set you claim and no matter what what walks of life you are a part of, everyone is saved with amazing grace. Yes. So everyone on this planet have swag, whether they believe it or not. That's it. Everyone has the swag. So how have you been handling things through this pandemic? How has everything how have you been managing your life personally and your family? Yeah, I mean, it's been tough. So Aaron and I, so I'm married to current city council person, Aaron Rouse, and we got married during the pandemic and we blended families during Sorry, the pandemic. Sorry to give my hand claps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. My bad. And we, I started teaching from home during the pandemic and, you know, our daughter was learning from home during the, so it was a lot of if you think about the idea of getting married and the newlywed period and sort of what that looks like, and it looked really different for us. So for me and for my life, and even for me professionally working, it was that quick pivot when you're, I'm an educator in the community college classroom and I got my stuff set for when I'm in person. But then when we had to pivot to zoom, that's a whole nother world. And that was, uh, it brought on a lot of different stressors that I wasn't expecting just to be home. I like being home. But when you don't have any option but to be home, that's a different that's a experience, different right? Like I like, like you know, just kind of like letting loose at the end of a day. But when you've been home all day, yeah, yeah. where are you supposed to relax now? The <laughs> dining room became the off. Like it was. So mm. I'm glad. I'm glad for the the measures to keep everybody safe, and I'm also glad that we're able to get back out and you know get some sense of normalcy again. But uh, yeah, the pandemic was wild. It was a yeah. wild time. I'm thankful, wow. you know, lived through it. This part. Well, first of all, let me say congratulations on the marriage okay. through the pandemic. That has to be definitely a challenge, you know. And and I don't know how um, the wedding was. If you had to invite family, you only had a certain limits mm -hmm. to who you can invite. Um, did any cousins or aunties or uh, friends get a little mad because you couldn't invite them? How did that work? How, how was that? That was very hard. So in Virginia, at the time, so we got married in 2021. And at the time they had opened it up. So the governor said, if you get married, that's considered a religious ceremony and you can have 100 people. Mm. But a reception is a social gathering. And that was limited to 10. Oh, Oh, first of all, I know your husband and I know he Listen. has 10,000 friends. Listen. 
and your girl does too. There was like, so not even friends aside, family. He has a huge, just his siblings and their kids. And then my, I have one brother, but cousins and aunts and uncles. Oh so we were like, how is this supposed to work? A hundred people can come to a wedding because it's a religious ceremony, right. but 10 people can come. So we were able to be pretty uh, creative. And I actually give credit to our, uh, uh, our venue. They have a, they had a restaurant on site and they were like, well, According to the governor's orders, restaurants can operate at 50% capacity. Mm. So you have an after wedding dinner that's not a reception. So there was no dancing, which was sad, right? We had a DJ, but everyone had to sit at their table. So nobody could like be up mingling. But Aaron and I were able to have a first dance and we could dance. I danced with my dad. He danced with his mother. We could greet the guests, but everybody was masked. I, I kept our masks. I got special ones made for our wedding. So I will keep those forever. And it was, uh, but it to your point, it made it easy to keep the guest list short because it could have gotten huge. Absolutely. And we, were able to say we could really only invite family because of the numbers. Yeah. I always say, you know what, in the midst of the, in the midst of the pandemic, we really found out how creative we are though. Exactly. You know, I mean, creativity was coming out the walls because everybody had no choice but to tap in. So, right. I, I mean, I, we can make it work. That's what it taught me is that you can make anything work. Right. Yeah. Who's the DJ? Indeed. DJ D-Nice D that uh -huh. kept like, so on Instagram, like people who were using yes. platforms to like, okay, I'm not, you know, in traditional settings, but I'm going to use this and be really creative and like set it off for people who are all stuck at home. Yeah. Exactly. So you, you are, you are, you in education, mm -hmm. you're an educator, you are, you're a wife. Is there children? Not that I have. I have a dog. I have a Cocker Spaniel, and I love him like I birthed him. He's mm. eight years old. Oh. I know. Cue the... <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Jennifer, let's skip over the dog stuff because I can see the, 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 I can see y'all in cahoots with each other. No, I'm not. I'm going to say that a disclaimer. He's adorable. He's a sweet little boy. Oh. oh. See? see? Sweet. Yes. Uh, I forgot my next question, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Cocker Spaniel. That's the little ones that never grow, that makes all the noise. He doesn't make a lot of noise, he, but he's little. He's like 25 pounds. He won't get any bigger than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I'm Miss Jennifer, District 10. Yes. Are you ready for this challenge? Because you see the things that your husband go through in the council. Right. You see the war. You know, you see, you know, the diversity, but you see him in the councils. He's, before I know him, sticking out. <laughs> so are you ready for that challenge? Are you ready to get in there and fight the fight? Because we're going to make sure you, you get some votes. We, we're going we're gonna to get out there and grind hard. So are you ready for that challenge? Talk to the I'm people. Ready. I have to be, because if not, not to say that I'm the only one to do this, but if not me, then who? So we, that conversation, that fight for our rights as a community, the fight for inclusion for folks who are not politically or economically connected, that fight is still going to continue. It still has to happen. There is a lot of work that needs to be done. And I've seen for four years, all the effort that my husband has made and some successes, but a lot of frustrations when you're one of 11 and you can't get a majority to understand where you're coming from. So if his voice is gone and he's speaking for our issues and for our community, then who's left to fill in that gap? Right. So I'm going to do it. 
Um, my experience living in this community, my experience as a black woman in this community, but as an educator and as a sociologist too, I believe I have a perspective that our city council and our city needs, and I'm ready to take that on. Give me some hand claps. I'm going to celebrate you and celebrate the success because it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It is going to happen. So the district 10, mm-hmm. um, for those that are listening that is in the Hampton roads area or in Virginia beach, let's say that what area is that? Yeah. So the neighborhoods, it's parts of Holland, parts of independence, parts of princess Anne, parts of Lynn Haven, parts of Bow Creek. So the neighborhoods are Spence crossing the apartments and the condos. Rock Creek, Green Run, Chimney Hill, Timberlake. Um, the schools are Parkway Elementary School, Green Run High School, Landstown High School. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of these uh, housing areas have in common is there are a lot of planned communities. So lots of HOAs, lots of high density housing. So townhouses, some single family homes that are in HOA, lots of apartments. So uh, the, the general demographic, it's millennial. And I'm a millennial, so I think I'll bring that. I know I'll bring that generational perspective to city council. But like my district is young, um, and it's I think deserving of someone who can represent a new set of issues and interests that really our city council hasn't quite touched on yet, or perhaps can't speak to yet because there's just generational differences. Right. Okay, for those who are for those who are are watching and listening, tell us what what is what is your job like? What what is what does your job de- entail? So you know that's the the whole push about voting. Like folks may think, oh, the president is important, so I'll go out for that election. But these local right. elections, you know, but it's in it's it's not an original idea, but it's so true that local ele- elections matter. Because at the local level, I'm running for city council, and there's also a school board election this November. So there's two local elections, school board and city council. Okay. And what I'm running for as a city council member is I am in uh, in decision-making power. So whoever's elected, those 11 members of city council have decision-making authority over things like how tax dollars are spent. So when you pay local taxes and then you know the city manages that money, the city council decides how to develop a budget with that money. So that's resources. Where is this money going? What communities, what projects, what issues, what things are we going to pay for? Are we going to fund? And if we're not in those rooms to have those conversations, then all sorts of projects get funded, but communities like district 10, historically excluded communities, folks who aren't economically or politically connected may find like, dang, I'm always left out. It seems mm-hmm. like some places are always getting attention and like, what about us here in the middle of the city? Like we're not on the right. ocean front and to the, you know, the ocean front is a big money-making area for our city, but there's residents living all across the city who deserve attention. So the city council is responsible for money and how public money is spent. The city council writes ordinances. So they're not laws like at the state level, but it's policy for okay. what people can and can't do with their property. Uh, what mm-hmm. even there's something right now before city council about a noise ordinance. So like if someone's really loud in their home, is that going to be an enforceable problem where someone can call the police and they can come out? And what does that look like? So city council shapes uh, how we live in this city, what we're allowed to do and not do. Okay. 
mm-hmm. and how money is spent. So it is very important that you get the right people in city council so that they can make those right decisions. And it's also important that the person that is in the seat is someone for the people and not just for themselves, you know, so you have to have that broad perspective of, of your community and what, and what they need. So I feel like the position that you, that you're in now is, is, it set kind of sets you up because you already in the you know the school system you're mm-hmm. you're you know so it, it's kind of a perfect fit you know mm-hmm. i think so, so too yeah in my classroom i see like high school students who are straight out of high school so they're like you know 18 19 trying to figure out life i see folks who i have a number of um moms so moms who raise their kids and their kids are now in school or they're old enough where mom can now try to find out what do I want to do? I took a break uh-huh. maybe from working and now I'm trying to find something for myself. I've got folks who are, you know, much older than myself who are, you know, wanting to just, you know, keep themselves sharp and continuously learn. I have people who are out of the military and they're looking for how to return and pivot to civilian life. And all mm-hmm. of them are trying to find a place in the community. They're trying to get a credential and they're trying to find work and they're trying to learn something so they can take care of themselves and their family. And I interact with this diverse set of our population every day. Right, right. Almost 10 years now. So I think that gives me a vantage point about what's happening in our community. I'm front and center when these folks come into my classrooms and we talk to each other. Yeah. I mean, and, and to see it right, to see it first, to see it firsthand is like you know, I feel like this. Teachers are. Um, everybody can't be a teacher. Everybody is not you know meant to be a teacher. Teachers have a special kind of heart you like the, the heart is open so that they can you know that that best teacher for me like I know that I had a teacher that I still have contact with now she is 93 years old mm-hmm. and she calls me I call her and she listens to me because she knows me you know and so to have people you know in office that are already front and center with the children and and, and the community is absolutely necessary Agreed. Absolutely necessary. Agreed. That's that that teacher's heart. It's development. It's giving yeah. so that other people receive and go on. So right. like teaching there, you don't get it's underpaid, but you certainly are not. It's the, re- the return is you're seeing other people blossom. Absolutely. Find their way or learn something or make connections. Or even for me, when I'm teaching, I, I purpose in my classroom that I'm not just teaching sociology. I'm teaching members in our community who are looking for a place, looking for relationships. So I try mm-hmm. to encourage, talk to your classmates, get to know your professors because that's a network. I'm yeah. all about community building. Like we cannot do this life on our own and by ourselves. But if we build relationships and we can depend on each other and lean on each other, that's a, that's that's so important to me. And so I try to model a classroom where a community can flourish. So what I hear, they're going to hear. Hey, there's this wow. event going on. Hey, do you know about this? Are you looking for work? Let me see if I can plug you with somebody I know. And so it's not just teaching my discipline, but it's also developing my neighbors and developing folks who are, you know, looking for their place in this community. We're in this together. That sounds cliche, but it's so real. Yeah, it it is real though, you know, and 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 I don't feel like I mean, yeah, it sounds cliche, um, like it's a cliche, but it, it's 
you have to you have to be and you have to be involved and what what i see now is that you know sometimes people are just so disconnected they're not involved and i feel like pulling like this generation pulling them in pulling the millennials in yes. is absolutely going to be necessary yes, because indeed. those are the ones who are getting ready to carry us on yes and millennials you know? so the average the median age in virginia beach is 36. Mm. And in my district in particular, it's uh, millennials are, you know, like 30 something percent of the district and right behind them, it's Gen Z. Okay. And so in particular, to your point, I want like, we're the ones who are like, don't vote or it's like apathetic or like, you know, because we're trying, we grew up, especially me, you know, the economy, as soon as I graduated college, the, the great recession, and it's like, okay, <laughs> right? Like all these institutions that are supposed to be helpful for me. Wages are lower. Housing is more expensive. Like there's all of these issues. But now millennials are at an age where we're building families, you know, buying took us longer to buy homes just because mm -hmm. of, you know, the economy and all this stuff. But like buying homes, looking for places to settle and how and the future. Right. Like now in the stage of building and how many millennials or Gen Z feel that this community is for them, feel heard or represented by this community. And if they had other choices would decide to stay here. Right. I can't tell you how many students, you know, just kind of, especially the younger ones. You know, if I ask like, how many of y'all plan to stay in Virginia Beach? There's quite a few that are like, if I can get out of Virginia Beach, I'm getting out. Because mm -hmm. what is there for me here? Right. From the culture to like, what's this, who is this city for? What's this, like, what's going to like keep me wanting to be here? And there's excitement, right? In these, in their ideas, right? In these other places. And so, yeah, I think we we have to vote and we have to elect people who look like the community we live in. Mm -hmm. That's generation, wow. that's racial, that's ethnic, that's, it, you know, that's all sorts of things. Like we live in a diverse city. Yeah. So we ought to see that reflected in leadership in this city. Absolutely. I like that. Absolutely. Off the, not off the subject of Virginia Beach, let's just go ahead and take a trip to Portsmouth mm -hmm. um, when they honored Missy Elliott. Mm -hmm. um, gave her a street, honored her for all her accomplishments. Um, so with something like that, will you be open as a councilwoman um, to consider um, being a part of honoring some people, noble people from the Virginia Beach area and fighting for that? Because I know some parts is a little challenging um, in this, well, so I heard, in the city of Virginia Beach. So with that with Missy, how did you feel about Portsmouth doing something like that? And how can you incorporate that into Virginia Beach? I thought it was awesome. I mean, I grew up, I mean, I'm 36. So I grew up watching when MTV played music videos and like mm -hmm. watching Missy and looking forward to like, oh, a new release. What wild thing is she going to do on screen? She's so creative. She was so innovative. So well before TikTok and all the, like her influence was like, I don't know what her, her inspiration was, but right. she didn't have all the, constant input that we have with our smartphones and we're you know taking TikTok and we're all you know influenced by what we see she really was you know an incredible groundbreaking artist so she deserved that and i was i was i i got i went so i attended because i was like you know go missy and um and i saw i didn't meet her but i was like hey girl you know from where i was but i <laughs> We talking to folks there and it was like we were just so pleased that she got her flowers in her lifetime 
Right. That like for for those of us who grew up with her, especially hometown heroes, like for those of us who like watch you, we we appreciate you. We were so thankful that she could feel that and mm-hmm. see that. Like what you know, the bigness of your stardom here in your hometown, we love you and we thank you for, you know, we for all you do. So, if bringing it back to Virginia Beach, I mean, Virginia Beach is a different context. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have a different history to how Virginia Beach got started as a city. Uh, race is a big part of that. Right. And so, you know, there are some challenges that we have, we've made progress. So I'm not going to doubt, like we made progress. Right. And there's still growth. There's still progress to be made. So to your question, I absolutely, I'm open. Like I think uh, some of the frustrations of residents and voters is it seems like when city council makes a vote, they've already made up their mind. Like before mm-hmm. public comment, before it's like, oh, y'all have already made up your mind. I have no connection to, like no developer, no special interest group has funded my campaign. Like I have, I owe no man nothing. Right. And so it's it's a people power campaign. It's the votes that are putting me in that seat. And that's who I'm going to represent. Right. And so I want to, you know, I'm open to advocating for those things. Like we have a lot of people out of, 757, but Virginia Beach, who deserve their flowers. So, yeah. What can that look like here? I'm, I'm happy to have that conversation. Absolutely. I'm loving it so far. Hey. We're going to bring you in, and this is the time and the point, a part of our, I said point, the part of our show <laughs> where we give you your Oscar, your NAACP award, your <laughs> BET award, your Soul Train award, your... Yeah, because the stage is hers. So instead of giving you flowers, we're going to give you your award, your award, your trophy. Um, so you come to the stage. You can tell. tell that's a tail. I don't know why you can't uh, talk right now. I've been down here too long. You're those black cowboys. Uh, that's uh, what it is. I'll tell you right now. can't get it right. Too much cowboys gear. Our daughter is down here from New Jersey. If I say the word jank, I can't go back home. That jank got me. T- <laughs> anyway, this is my second home. All right. So uh, okay. I love it here. Good. But anyway, the stage is yours. You can say what you want, do what you want. It's almost like it's your birthday, Jennifer, but um, it's not. Okay. You're not getting no real presents. This is all virtual. <laughs> By the way, who, what football team you like before I come to the wild Buffalo, wherever that I'm going to be there. Yeah. yeah. Dirty Buffalo. Dirty Buffalo. I said wild Buffalo. You said hey, wild Buffalo. Dirty Buffalo. Dirty buffalo. They're dirty. Boy, you know, educators. Yeah, I can see the light skin correctors. <laughs> Lady D is a correction officer. <laughs> so a different level. Um, I don't have a team. So, like, I like players. You know, like, okay. and, and listen. Here's you need to understand something. Okay, my brother is very athletic and you know competitive weightlifter. Played football in high school. Like, but my husband is very athletic. Like, I played sports in high school. But my expertise is pop culture. So I know the football players who transcended <sighs> the field and they made it into pop culture. Maybe because okay. they dated someone famous. Okay, she's talking out of her neck. This is the real Jennifer Wright. This is the stage is yours. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't, you know, I don't have a team. But I'll be like, oh, I know him because he dated this person. Or like, okay. oh, because he's in some mess with that person. And that's why I watch the game. Uh, oh, now I ain't giving you a hand clap. Is she ladies? Did you see this part? Said, I saw I, all of this. I think she, I think she, she was. T- she. Yeah, I got in there. My mission is to get under her skin. Oh, 
I don't think you got to do that. I said though. wild buffalo. It's dirty <laughs> buffalo creek. It's dirty buffalo. Not you wild. I appreciate them. I want to get their name right because they've been good to me. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good to me. On Princess Anne Road. Mm-hmm. What's the date? So on uh, Sunday, October 30th at 7 p.m., come out and talk to me. So I'm going to, it's a meet and greet for me. It's their third anniversary. So they're, you know, super excited to have a bunch of people come out. And then at eight o'clock, the Packers are playing the Bills. So we're going to put the game on, have the community come out and watch it together. Wear your favorite jersey. I'll have prizes and raffles. So, you know, you can, if you wear a jersey, you can win a prize and, it's really, again, it's about community building. Like, I love it. come up out of your houses, wear, wear whatever swag you want to wear, represent okay. your team. But it's about the district. It's about our city. It's about connecting and celebrating. Love it. Now, I'm going to bring you in because the stage is yours. I love it, Miss Pop Culture. <laughs> love it. Wear your drip. Wear your swag. Yeah, yeah. I can see right now you you're gonna be the best council person on the planet. Yes, Aaron. Relatable. She's relatable. Relatable. I love it. All right, Jennifer, the stage is yours. Tell everybody what um row or where they can go to vote. Yes. The time of the voting, the stage is yours. It's on you. So important. Thank you so much for this question. So early voting started in September and it goes through November 5th. So you can go to the courthouse building 14. So down off of Princess Anne, where the city council building is, the voter registrar's office. You can go out there until November 5th, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. There's been a really big push locally to get voters to vote early because with this redistricting, a lot of our polling places have moved. So, for example, in District 10, like thousands of voters have a new voting place this election cycle, and they may not know that. So there's concern that if folks aren't checking their voting place, they may accidentally go to where they're accustomed to going and then be turned away. So what I've been hearing is, you know, vote early if you can. But if you want to vote on Election Day, double check your precinct. Make sure you know your voting place, because like where I voted last year, this year I have a brand new location. I'm not going there anymore. Yeah, so election day is Tuesday, November 8th. So early voting is now Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the voter registrar's office. Starting on Monday, especially for my district, there's early voting also opening up at the library, the central library. The central library. Uh, um, Recreational Center has a, a an early voting starting October 24th. They, uh, I think it's Bayside Recreational Center has early voting there's a few okay. places so vote early if you can or double check your polling place tuesday november 8th is election tuesday november 8th come on let's go let's get it early uh, voting the come on the district has to come out so if the, if, I, if the district doesn't vote for me i'm not getting votes from anywhere else mm. so everyone i've been talking to right so i don't vote or i don't you have to because yeah. if you don't vote Come on, Greenwood area. Yeah. By the council, yeah. so we got to get Everybody, let's go. Let's go. District 10, come on out. Let's go. Yes, let's go. Let's go. And then um, Dirty Buffalo on Princess Anne Road in Virginia Beach. Yes. Virginia, October the 30th, a day before my birthday. Happy early birthday. You going to be 25? 24. Okay. <laughs> It was a year. I gave you a year. My bad. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard it.
from the person, me and Lady D. Yeah. We're going to endorse, although we're not in her district, we endorse <laughs> her. We are going to push people that we know yes. that is in her area that will go out and vote. We're going to campaign hard right now until November the 8th. Thank and you, so you heard her. She was on our stage and a world famous swag in the morning. Jen, each person that came on this stage with us, mm-hmm. from 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 Lisa Lisa, from uh, Holyfield, from uh, uh, Roy Jones, um, Karen Parson, I'm naming a few people of the the TV people, the people you everybody yeah. know. But you're yeah. celebrity on our end. You are important to us, yes. and we we make somebody, we make our guests, our family member. So. Okay, here you go. You have Sabrina Wooten was your sister. You've been saying that this whole time. So obviously we're family. Hello. Okay, there we go. You're lucky I ain't rude enough to just drop you out of that live screen. But Jennifer, we love you to life. Too bad there's nothing you can do about it, but love us back. I'll do it. Keep on fighting and fighting and pushing. Yeah. And we got your back, my sister. Y'all behind me. We got this. Yes, you got this. All you right. Wait. Y'all with Tell, me. So I'm side of me. Y'all with me. You, yeah, I like that on the side. I, I'm, I'm going to take that. Yeah, Lady D corrected <laughs> me. We're in this locking arms. That's right. See you October 30th. See you October yeah. 30th. 30th. Look, Aaron, I said hi. We love, love the bro. We support him as well. Love yeah. the household. God bless Thank you, sis. Thank you. So, world famous swag in the morning. We about to be ghosts. Yes. That was Jennifer Rouse. District 10. Yeah, I said ghost. Ha. But this is World Famous Swag in the Morning, and that was in my Mr. Magic's voice. I'm Lady D. Thank you for hanging out with me. You're welcome. Uh, I know you got to go somewhere, right? Yeah. I got Commissioner Emmanuel Capers coming up next, and I'm going to sit and speak to him because he's a red, I mean, a commander's fan, and I'm going to eat him up. Oh, okay. I got this segment I'm going to call... Um, look how far they came, and that's up next. With my um, I picked somebody to go and do this. Okay. All right, okay. Lady D, you kick me off. Yeah, I kick you. Oh. So Step I'm- aside. Oh, wow. Why, Dad, look how oh. far they came. Artists oh.